What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Beer Battered Sports Podcast, the podcast created by sports fans for sports fans, because we believe that we're the most qualified people to talk about our favorite teams. I'm your co-host, Isaac. And I'm Carly. And uh, we're not exactly sure where Calvin is right now. We're waiting to hear back from him, so hopefully he jumps on the show. Um, For anyone wondering why my setup is so weird, my Wi-Fi just died a minute before we started. So I'm recording on my phone right now until my internet can fix itself. Um, Yeah, technical difficulties every episode. Great. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's wonderful. Anyway, we got a great show. What's also? And B winning the MVP. Oh, yes. Yes, he did. We're going to be talking about that along with the rest of the NBA playoffs. We'll also be talking about the NHL playoffs, uh, some of the disappointments that some of our teams faced and the uh, joys that other teams faced. Kylie, uh, I hope you're happy. Um, We'll be talking about the NFL draft as well as a big story we completely glossed over last episode because we ran out of time and we honestly should have covered it. That's on us. Um, I don't know why we didn't. I know. Uh, If you watch the show, you know exactly what it was. Um, and we'll also be talking about the, uh, the MLB season, everything going on, and how our teams are struggling. Before we do anything else, I just really want to give Ka- Kylie a big shout out uh, for uh, her podcast, Bell Smasher, Bell, the Bell Smasher podcast watch party for the World Series rematch. I heard it went really well, and it was a lot of fun. Appreciate you, homie. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we got to do something like that. Oh, we will eventually. We will. So let's start today's episode by um, what should we start with? Uh, you think we should start with the NFL and uh, talk about the news that we completely glossed over? Yeah, let's let's do that because I I can't yeah. explain how we forgot about that one. I, I it just it somehow got slipped it somehow slipped past us. Oh, my Wi-Fi's back! Wonderful. Hang on, Kylie. Do you want to give the deets while I try to uh, log into uh, on my laptop so I have actual better camera? Go for it. Okay, I will be back in five seconds. Stay on here, just like okay. Um, okay, but go ahead. Let me try. So yeah, the the Jets traded for Aaron Rodgers officially. The trade was official, agreed to, everything like that. He got a press conference, everything. Uh, he's gonna be wearing number eight, which is what he wore in college, which I found very interesting. Um, Joe Namath did give him the option to. Um, to Ooh. wear number eight. Welcome back, Joe Namath did give him the option to wear number to wear number twelve, but uh, Aaron Rodgers said, "No, that's that's your number. I'll wear eight. So, yeah, I'm excited for him. Uh, yes, I just fixed my Wi-Fi. Um, I'm excited to see what will happen. Um, it's literally the exact same formula that Brett Favre followed. Um, the exact same. You know, Brett Favre starred with the Packers for years. Look, the similarities are so creepy because Brett Favre only won a single uh, Super Bowl with the Packers and three MVPs. Aaron Rodgers has won three MVPs with the Packers and a single Super Bowl. Now, so part of me hopes that the uh, that history repeats itself and he um, he does average with the Jets and they're not good and they trade him to Minnesota in the offseason and he makes Packers fans yell at him for years. Um, that would be ideal just for it to happen. Packers fans would start looking at Jordan Love with like daggers in their eyes, like you better not turn out like the others did. <laughs> yeah. Can you I imagine mean, the, the Packers went from 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 Brett Favre 
to Aaron Rodgers. That is three decades of consistent, healthy quarterback play. Yeah, and it's and it's honestly um sorry, I'm just changing I'm changing positions here. I'm in the process of moving, so my room is a mess and I'm trying to find a place I can actually sit. But it is honestly incredible that one team has had, you know, three generational talents or two generational talents in back-to-back stints as their quarterback. If Jordan Love turns out to be amazing, I would be very concerned for Packers fans because that probably means you're going to get one Super Bowl and then you're going to get a bunch of MVPs and then he's going to leave you for the Jets. Believes he get that Super Bowl? Uh, Probably not. The Packers are kind of a mess right now. Um, They don't want to admit it. They are a mess. It's just a little crazy what's going on with them. Um, I forget oh, what go. their draft was. I have to. I gotta. I'm gonna re-upload the the whole draft. But um, it was the whole draft was crazy. Um, oh, here's so let's go over the draft really quickly. So Panthers took Bryce Young with the first overall pick. Not really a surprise, but I mean they always try to hype it up like you know. Oh, will they take somebody else at the with the first pick? Is there is the first overall pick in danger? He wasn't. It was always going to be Bryce Young. Let's we, we've been known. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the order one through thirty one. The Panthers got Bryce Young. The Texans got CJ Stroud. That was the most unknown thing because there were a lot of people like. Are they going to get C.J. Stroud? Are they going to go defense? Like, what are they going to do? They want yeah. C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. And at three, the Texans traded up to get Will Anderson, and they gave yeah. up a lot to get him. But I think that's going to work out for them in the long run. Yes, absolutely. C.J. Stroud, I mean, I have questions about C.J. Stroud. I don't know if he'll work out. If he doesn't, Davis Mills isn't terrible. I mean, he's not good, but he's not terrible. But trading up for Will Anderson was uh, – that was a genius move for the Texans. They got two of the best players available just like that. I I think this will help turn them around. I was thinking about Houston the other day driving home from a friend's house. I was thinking about how the Texans are the only franchise in NFL history that has never made it out of the second round of the playoffs. You know, eventually that's going to end. Eventually we'll have our first conference championship appearance for the Texans. And the question now yeah, is, you know, the que- it's just a matter of time. Because no team can stay that bad forever. Even the Browns and the even the Browns have been able to make the playoffs recently. Lions you know? too. And yeah, Lions too. Well, I mean, if you count twenty six, if you count twenty sixteen as recently, yeah. But seven years ago, the fact is, this, every team in the NFL has made at least one conference championship game appearance, except for the Texans. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then what do we think about, Yeah, what do we think about that? I third best quarterback on the board, I guess. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, a lot of people are worried that he's another Zach Wilson type deal because he I mean, he didn't play much at all for Florida. And so that was a concern. And but this dude is he's he looks better than Zach Wilson did coming out. And I, I have high-ish expectations for him. I think he's going to do well for Indy. So we'll see how that goes. But at number five, 
right? Yeah, five, four. Five. Five. We're at five. No, we're at four. Devin Witherspoon to Seattle. So that's the that's the fifth pick. Anthony Richardson yeah. was the fourth. Oh yeah, my bad. My bad. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I'm bad at math. Four. Got and then really good draft. You cut out your Wi-Fi is bad. You don't. You don't need to be offensive like that. Um, yeah, the Seahawks. They had a really good draft. They got uh, what's his name, Jackson Smith uh, and Jigba. Yeah, they had Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, Jigba. Yeah. The most questionable one was the Falcons getting B. John Robinson. The most questionable out of the top ten. I which uh, will move to. Yeah, I. Uh, the Lions interest me because they decided to go for what's his name, Jameer Gibbs. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they went for Jameer Gibbs. I would have thought they would have tried to get Bijan. You know, imagine that back that backfield of Bijan Robinson and uh, David Montgomery. That would have been. But, oof, like, but they, um, like, what are they gonna do? Like, there's no reason to get um either of them, especially like in the top ten. He's a running back. You don't get running back in the top 10. Look what Saquon has done for the Giants. A top lot of good. Pick. Okay. What's it done for the franchise? Nothing. He got into the playoffs last year. He helped. Daniel Jones looked had his best year yet. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. No, do not put this on Daniel Jones. No, 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 no. <laughs> Daniel Jones is not the reason that the Giants made the playoffs. I know, but Daniel Jones had his best year, and they have a new head coach. And yeah, they actually and like, they, But you're forgetting the key. Saquon stayed healthy. Excuse me. Saquon stayed yeah, healthy Saquon the whole year. And look what happened. Look what happened. They made the playoffs. Lost in the second round. They still made the playoffs and won a playoff game. They did that because Saquon stayed healthy. The whole idea that running backs, you don't take running backs to the top 10 anymore be, is stupid to me because, you know. I, you don't take them in the first round. When did we all of a sudden collectively decide that running backs aren't a vital part of an NFL offense anymore? Like, I get They're that not. it's a pass-first pass offense now. I think it's not. I think that the run game is coming back because last year we saw running backs have more production than we've seen in years. I think running backs are coming back into style. Run first offenses are coming back into style because you see what it happens. It completely throws off teams that are designed to take down, you know, pass first offenses. You get yourself a run first offense and you get a good coordinator who knows what they're doing. You're set. I don't understand why run first offenses just had to die off like that. I mean, I do, I do know why it happened. It's because we tried to adapt the college game and throw the ball first and, you know, fuck all else. But, I just disagree. I think that run-first offenses need to make a comeback. Do you know how long the average career is for a running back? That That is part of it, I will admit. Top 10 picks are meant to be for game-changers. Not not game-changers, but like, well, game-changers, but guys that will be used for the franchise for a long time. And you're frozen because your Wi-Fi is terrible, by the way. Um... They're used for guys that are going to be their franchise guys for forever. You know, you look at, you know, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and and um, Anthony Richardson. 
they're gonna be there. They're supposed to be franchise guys, and you know they're, they're supposed to be the franchise guys, the quarterback. Yeah. That. So when I think of a first round pick, at the very least, I think of you know a guy that will change the franchise. You know, with Devontae Smith changed the Eagles. Jamar Chase changed the Bengals. Joe Burrow changed the Bengals even more. So you just look at these first-round picks. I'm not wasting it on a, on a, on a running back, especially with it. Like, I understand, like, if your team just – I don't know how to explain it, but – with the Eagles case specifically, a lot of Eagles fans were, were saying they wanted B. John Robinson before, like over anybody else. And I heavily disagreed with that because, you know, with our offensive line, our offensive line and defensive line, they're great. Our quarterback, mobile. Our receivers, our receiving core, top three. Uh, the reason your defensive line is so good is because it's just Georgia starting defensive line from the national championships. Yeah. Yeah. And you know it's even funny. Yeah. Quick uh quick apologies on the switch. My Wi-Fi died again. So I don't know what's up. It has been doing this all day for some reason. It just keeps dying and coming back, but we're just gonna we're just gonna keep fighting through it. So it yeah, be a I'm, 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 without that. I don't know what the issue is. Maybe it's the fact that you know we're they're down uh, my, my landlord is downsizing the Wi-Fi because we're moving out. I don't know what the issue is, but um I heard a big ass truck beeping and backing up. So maybe, maybe they're doing construction. Oh, you know what? They're doing maintenance on one of the electrical lines down the street. That's probably what's knocking the Wi-Fi out. So yeah, that's what's up though. But so what were we talking about? We were talking about the Eagles. Well, the the first round draft picks and why you don't take a running right, back. and especially the 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 Lions. Completely, it, it was stupid. It made no sense. But the Eagles got Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, and Keely Ringo. Three players that were projected to go to them with the 10th pick. Not not where they were picked, but in the, with the 10th overall pick. And we got all three of them. I mean, you guys are setting up big time. This Eagles team is going to be such a problem going forward. Um, by the way, if you're wondering, I'm in my bathroom because the acoustics are better. So, um, because I don't have a mic I can put up. Don't call me weird. Hey, look who's here. If he loads. Maybe he's having Wi-Fi trouble like I am. Man, the acoustics in here really are better. Maybe I should just record in the... I'm going to move into my new apartment and my roommates are going to one day walk into the bathroom because they're going to hear me like talking to myself. They're going to rip over the shower curtain. It's just going to be me huddled up with my computer. Like you're not supposed to see this. What are you doing? The acoustics are really good in here. Beer battered bathroom episode. The beer battered bathroom episode. Um, While we wait for 40 to load, Kylie, let's keep running down the picks real quick to see what else was in the first round. So Jalen Carter at nine. Darnell Wright at 10, Peter Skaronski at 11, Jameer Gibbs at 12, Lucas Van Ness at 13. Uh, Quick Robert note, Dan Lucas Van Ness's family had the best reaction. There's one random um, 
you know, there's one random white family every year who has the weirdest slash best reaction in the entire draft when their kid gets drafted. That probably was Lucas Van Ness to the Packers. Speaking of families, I feel bad for Will Levis, bro. Oh, man, Will Levis. They they violated Will Levis by letting him. What's he going to do on the Titans? They already have a project quarterback. They have Malik Willis. Why do you need two project quarterbacks? This, you know, you, you remember that at time that you used the the beer battered sports Twitter account to just go hog wilds and the Titans for last year's draft when they traded AJ Brown. You might have been onto something because they don't seem to know what they're doing. You have you already have a project quarterback that you're trying to mold in, into NFL caliber, and we already yeah. saw what happened last year. He got benched for Josh Dobbs. Now you're going to go with another project quarterback. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it was it was dumb. That I, the the Titans don't know what they're doing. And then, not at all. Yeah. Then the Jets got Will McDonald, the fourth at 15 out of Iowa State. If 40. Uh, He's trying to come in, but either is not working. He's trying. He's trying. It's it's just a Wi Fi issue. It's got to be. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be a beer better sports episode without technical difficulties. That's for sure. We're gonna we're gonna have an episode eventually where it's all of us together. Finally, it feels like the last. It feels like the last month we haven't. Um, where were we? We so, were talking about. So, how do you feel about the Bucks getting uh, Cansey at nineteen defensive tackle out of pit? It definitely fills a hole we needed. Um, our defense last year was really good. The problem, the main problem was our offense. Our offense just wasn't it. Um, but this does fill a hole because we lost some free agents on defense. I think it's going to be a, a good um, a good addition, especially working in tandem with Vita Vea. Um, but again, he's a rookie, so we'll have to see what happens. You know, he obviously – not every rookie is going to be amazing from the get-go. A lot of them do need time to develop. So um, – We'll see what happens with that one. But, um, you know, I think uh, I think it's a good pick. Um, I like the, who the Chiefs picked, too, to replace Frank Clark. Replace Frank Clark? Uh, yeah, Frank Clark is uh, – yeah. Is it Frank Clark or is it Chris Jones? It's one of those two. It has to be Frank Clark. Yeah, I know they locked up Chris I Jones. I have no idea Frank Clark – Quick mention quickly should should uh quickly shout out um what's his face? Quickly go ahead and shout out uh oh Lamar Jackson. Lamar got paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another thing we had to mention this week. Lamar got paid. He's making he got- five thousand more than Jalen Hurts. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. It is. It's it's ridiculous, and I'm happy for him. You know they have OBJ, which is huge, and now they re-signed Lamar for five years. So and, and 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 Antonio Brown has expressed interest in coming out of retirement. Retirement. Yeah. No. Fuck that. <laughs> you think the Ravens are really going to let him anywhere near the team? Can you show your face? Yeah. Give me one second. <laughs> there we go. There you go. But 
I, I would say that there, there are a, a few teams that had pretty solid drafts. And there we go. Welcome, 40. There he is. Can you hear me now? Yes. If we can. Okay. Glad. And now he's okay. How do you feel about Washington's draft? You said, well, how do I feel about Washington's what? Draft. And his wife. Oh, uh, I'm ecstatic about I'm ecstatic about Washington's draft. I think it's going to be a great year and to be a commander. And you're cutting out. Why? What is with the Wi-Fi today? Oh, we um, just been, we just can't catch a break. Can't catch a break. But I, Washington did also have a good draft. They didn't offer a fifth-year option to Chase Young, which I found interesting. It wouldn't I, be a BBS I, episode without a technical difficulty, would it? No, oh, Calvin, you, you missed it. My Wi-Fi has been cutting in and out all freaking day. So, um, But on that point about Chase Young, I will make this point. Chase Young, it, it's an interesting situation because he's clearly one of the most talented players in the league right now. The issue is he's just been hurt so much. Washington seems to have lost all confidence in him staying healthy. And I hate that because, you know, them did not, them deciding not to sign the fifth-year option to do that, that tells me that they're already ready to move on. And I hate that for them because, you know, he, he was kind of the catalyst that sparked them starting to get things moving in the right direction. I mean, now Dan Snyder is going to sell the team. They might actually have some momentum for the first time in years. And then they go and just sort of like, hey, fans, you like Chase Young? Well, we're probably not going to have him on the team for much longer. Just our thing. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Uh, of course, 40s out again. But, yeah. Uh, don't worry. Were... Well it it's kind of wild honestly to think about that draft class i mean that draft class looked loaded and only a handful of players were given the fifth year option out of that draft class i know the ravens got rid of patrick queen they've uh, they've declined his fifth year option that um yep. our ravens fan our ravens fan friend uh was a uh, he was uh, very excited about that. <laughs> Only because he wears the number six. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on him for that anymore. I, I it is annoying. I mean, we. Uh oh, Kylie. Uh oh. Hello. It appears that I mean, Kylie has gone offline. Yeah, okay, you're there. You're there. You're there. Okay, I was about to take over the show and turn it into my own thing. Man, this is the this is probably the most technically difficult episode we've ever done. So, but we're powering through it because we believe that we deserve to. You, the fans, deserve to get a show no matter what. And the fact that everybody keeps dropping out, you know, ugh, but we're working on it. Yeah, so, there was a technical difficulty. It was something else. Oh. Let me guess, your cat jumped up on your screen and knocked it over. Pretty much. Pretty much? Oh, he shoots, he scores. Um, so let's move on real quickly. Let's talk about MLB before we get into the NHL and NBA playoffs. The MLB, so who? we're one month down into the season. We're one month down. I want to hear from you, Kylie, who your early picks for like – um, your early reactions to the season, not just for your team. We'll get into your team in a little bit, but I want to know 
what is your early reactions to the season as a whole? Like, who is your early picks for the MVPs? Who do you think is hot? Who is not hot? Who's going to turn it around? Let me hear it. So, in regards to the the entire MLB, Acuna's, I hate to say it, Acuna's hot. There's so many players in the AL that are deserving of, you know, recognition too. There's, there's, Shohei Otani, there's Vladdy, there's oh my god, I can go on. There's there's so many players. Please don't. I, I despise all those players. Yeah, I know you do. And what about my boy Volpino? What about Volpe? Volpster, the Volpinator. I I haven't actually seen much of Volpe lately, so I don't know what he's been doing lately. But no, there's only I feel like I've been replacing Aaron Judge as the most valuable member of the Yankees. That well, Judge is hurt, so obviously we have those issues. But you know, without Volpe, we're you know we're 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 much worse than we are. Yankees suck right now, by the way. I am not used to the Yankees being bad. We've just hit been hit by so many injuries, but we're going to get better. We are going to get better. Yeah, same. Yeah, the oh, yeah. the the Phillies are struggling for sure. That's definitely a concern, but I'm not freaking out yet. It's only four weeks. In, it's in the four and a half weeks into the season today. So yeah, we're only one month in. We're we're, we're we got a bunch it's of time to go. We're good. We both have a lot of injuries. Oh yeah, I think um, I think right now, like my early MVP picks, um, NL by far has to be Brian Reynolds. Dude has been going on a just a tear. And at the moment, looks like he's probably going to run away with it if he and Pittsburgh keep their momentum going. The way that Pittsburgh is acting right now is incredible. I've never, I, I, in my lifetime, I've never seen the Pirates play this good. I don't know if it's going to stand. I don't know if it's going to last. It probably won't. Um, but it's refreshing to see so many new faces towards the top of Major League Baseball. Um, AL MVP right now, Probably somebody from the Rays. I don't know. Um, the AL. I'm I'm just a depressed Yankees fan in my corner. Um, but Garrett Cole is winning the Cy Young Award because he still has yet to lose a start. Yeah, Garrett Cole is having having a great having a great year. Um, yeah. Just last last night was it? Too. I mean, yeah, Kershaw, yeah, he's, he's doing it too. I think what's really impressing me is the fact of how much parity there is this year, of how many teams that we usually expect to do good aren't good, which has really opened things up for the rest of the league. Um, I've also been really impressed on just how bad the bad teams are. Like Colorado, Oakland, and Kansas City, oh my God, they're terrible. Like, yeah. I, I expect them to be bad, but wow, they're even worse this year. Yeah, it's it's – it's ridiculous what's happening with these teams and the athletics, the athletics, man, they are struggling. That's, that's an understatement. Yeah. Kylie, that is the understatement of the situation. They're not struggling. They are at death's door. This team is yeah. not going to, <laughs> this team is basically given up. It is extremely depressing to see, but the good news is, you know, every bad team eventually has their day in the sun, you know, eventually um except for the oakland athletics because i truly don't think they're ever going to get out of this they are that bad um it's yeah. terrible i don't even think the uh, moving to vegas is going to help like what's vegas going to do for them 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know if, if a move will will help. I mean, they their stadium is terrible. Their whole organization is terrible. Like, I don't know what it is. I almost want to build a character in the movie the show and get drafted to the athletics just to make them good. You sound like one of those girls who sees some broken boy and says, I can fix him. That's you to the <laughs> athletics right now. You see that team over there? The, the, the one that's sitting in the corner rocking back and forth and every so often just goes, I can fix them. Yep. <laughs> that's what the athletics are. The, the, athletics, the athletics are a scientific project that's gone wrong. The Oakland athletics are um, an SCP that got left out of containment. If you get that reference, if you're listening to this and you get that reference, um, hit my line. We should be friends. The Oakland Athletics are a uh, attempt at a genetic mutation to create a uh, the worst possible team in the history of Major League Baseball. But it went so wrong that they now are on, well, in this case, I guess it went so right, that they are now on target to become the worst team in sports history, not just baseball history. That's how bad the Oakland Athletics are right now. They're so bad that you can afford tickets to go to their games. And that is, is a shot at all Major League Baseball because tickets should not be that expensive. What the hell? Dude, let me tell you. They're expensive. Not like Philly's tickets are just it's let's get a cost and see how much the athletics ticket is. I bring up pricing just because I saw this news report that came out that I think it's the Phoenix Suns who said that they will make all of their games free to watch on regional sports networks. Um, they will no longer allow their games to be shown on any network, except for nationally televised games. Um, they won't allow any of their games to be shown like on um, on locked streaming or anything. They're going to be like, it's going to be exclusively on regional networks so people can actually watch. And they're like, you know, it should people shouldn't have to pay to watch the team. They, if they want to do that, they should come in person. If they want to watch, you know, on TV, we'll make it free for them and easier for them. And I thought that is genius because, you know, people are always complaining, like, how are you going to make money? Merch sales. I can't see your background's all blurred. $26 for two tickets in section 310, row one. Tell the people where that is, section 310. It's on the first base side to the top. It's the top section. It's at the top level, of course. And it's on the first base side, close-ish to first base. The actual base itself. And let's see. Right behind the dugout. First base box. I don't know. I've never been to the Oakland Coliseum, so I don't – or whatever. So I don't know, like, where – It's it got weird exactly. dimensions. You got to remember, there, it's a the perfect first base box. First base box is $93. That's and doable. Directly behind, dude, directly behind home plate, 15 rows back is 68 bucks. That's how much I spent for nosebleed seats when the Yankees came to play the Orioles in like week two of the season. That's ridiculous. Now that I spent a little, I spent 70 bucks each for two tickets to the Orioles Blue Jays game last year. But we were three rows behind home plate and we got on TV. Those were 70 bucks. 70 bucks each or 70 bucks total? Each. So it's $2 yeah, more. That, and that, like, that's understandable. 
My issue is that pricing is going up, but you know, wages aren't going up. People can't afford to come to games unless they can, you know, make the money they have, you know, disposable income that they can use on luxuries like that. And it concerns me that, you know, it, it concerns me like that because I don't trust the people who like if you get to go to a World Series like anymore, it's like you didn't buy the tickets yourself. You got invited by a company or, you know, you knew somebody, you know, regular people aren't going to sporting events anymore. And if they are, they're going to be up in the nosebleeds having the time of their lives. I remember going to the uh, and I think I talked about this on the podcast before I went to the uh, Raptors Wizards game um, at the start of uh, March with my dad and one of his uh, he made a lot of observations because he had been to a basketball game in years. One of the observations that he made was that pretty much everybody sitting down courtside wasn't interested in what was going on on the court. They seemed to be more interested in, you know, posing for Instagram or you like, you know, talking with people weren't even staying the whole game. And I said, yeah, that's the whole point. People who are actually here to watch the game are up in the nosebleeds because they are the ones who, yeah, you know, save up their money so they can actually go to these events. Everyone else is just here to promote their own brand. That mm-hmm. is, that's both a commentary on the current state of the world as well as the current state of attending sports games. You're not going, people aren't going to these events, you know, to have a good time to watch their favorite teams. Well, at least some people are. The majority of people are going to these events, you know, for their personal brand or they're being paid to do it. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to be all high and mighty and act like I'm not, you know, guilty of this. I, my brother recently got a job working for Penske trucking, go Sammy. And he texted me, he's like, dude, because Penske has motorsports division, I can get us discounted tickets to go to, you know, major events like the Daytona 500 or the Indianapolis 500. And I said, that is awesome. We should do that. Technically that's kind of what I'm railing against here. You know, people, you know, getting the chance to go to events because their company pays for it. But uh, so I'm not going to, so I'm not, so I'm not going to, you know, pretend like I'm not guilty of this. I'm just saying we need to be more aware of, you know, we need to be more aware of the regular everyday people and, you know, like what they go through to try to get to these events. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, my wife is back. What Kobe said, said, he, you know, his, his wife said about him that, when he was hurt, he would still play because what about those people that were up there spending all this money to save up and see me play? Exactly. Yeah. Kobe understood. Yeah. I, I still I still think about him. Always. Sad. Always. 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 Now, um let's transition to the NBA. Where we got Oh yes. So I have so much fun things to talk about. Yes, we got the playoffs. I don't remember where we were a week ago with the standings. I don't remember if the Sixers had swept or not yet. But the Sixers swept had swept. Okay. So then the Suns so where advanced. We... Yeah. So a week ago, the Suns and Nuggets had both advanced. The Sixers had advanced. Since we last left off, Boston took care of business against Atlanta, setting up a classic rivalry for the second round, Boston versus the Sixers, um, which I believe that series is tied 1-1, right? Nope, it's 1-0 and game two's tonight. Oh, um, it's this, the Nuggets have taken a 2 nothing over the Suns. The Nuggets... To the Nuggets Sun series, the Lakers um, care business against the the Grizzlies. The Warriors uh, came back against the uh, Kings. Which, uh, King, I'm so excited to Kings. 
And as far as they did, I'm glad they made an appearance. What's up? You're completely like fizzing out. You're breaking up. Oh, I'm turned into a robot. Yep. Go back to where you were. Okay. Can you hear me now? Are we good? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Let me move over. Okay. It's, um, I don't know what was happening there. That was weird. But uh, what I was saying is that, so when we last left off, Boston had uh, taken care of business against Atlanta, setting up that classic showdown. Mm-hmm. The Lakers beat the Grizzlies and sent Dylan Brooks to the Guangdong Tigers. <clears throat> yeah, <I'm, laughs> the Grizzlies told Dylan Brooks, you're not playing with us next year. Pack your things and get out. Um, the Warriors came back against the Kings, won it in seven. So they take on the Lakers, and I think the Lakers won game one. And yes. then uh, the Knicks, yeah, the Knicks beat the Cavs, setting up around, and Miami took care of uh, the Bucks. So the second round matchups right now. So we've got Sixers versus Celtics, um, Heat versus Knicks, Lakers versus Warriors, and Suns versus uh, Nuggets. So really some interesting matchups. Um, and all of these series have been, they've played all of these series so far. Um, there has been a little bit of an injury bug going through some of the teams. Um, I know that Jimmy Butler and Giannis, uh, no, not Giannis, excuse me, Jimmy Butler and uh, Joel Embiid have both been hurt. Um, I'll start with the Sixers Celtics. So um, what are your thoughts after game one? Kyle? That was an incredible game. The Celtics were getting every call for them and the Sixers still won. Harden had a vintage James Harden performance. He went absolutely stupid without Joel Embiid being there. And to go up one nothing against them at home in but like nothing better. It, it was unexpected. And the same night the Devils knocked out the Rangers. So we'll get to that in a second. But like it that was a great well, night. What she's trying to say is that it was a good night for Kylie. And then the Phillies immediately got destroyed by the Dodgers at nighttime. So you take you, you can't have everything. Uh, you got to be humbled a little bit. Yeah, I can't. I can't get too happy. Yeah, um, Nick's Heat so far has been quite competitive. So the Heat took Game One. Yeah. But Jimmy Butler got hurt. He rolled his ankle. Game Two, the Knicks came right back and took Game Two, yep. um, thanks to a thirty-point game by Jalen Brunson. Um, yeah. Do this series, I think, is got as I the, the media has been hyping this series up to be you know, chippy like the last time they met, like back in the 90s. I don't know if it's going to get like that, but it could be competitive. Um, Knicks Heat series is series do tend to be very, very competitive, competitive, especially during the late 90s when these two teams hated each other. So, I, I this, I'm, I'm gonna keep my eyes on the series. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, by the way, how many times? Kylie, have the Sixers played the uh, Celtics in the playoffs? I'm curious if you know the answer to this. It's a lot. The 80s especially. Um, and I know we got swept by them in 2020. I think we lost to them two years before that. I'm going to go like 15 at least. Oh, short. 22. 
I was gonna damn, I was gonna say twenty. They have met um they've met in the playoffs in 53, 54, um, 55, 56, 57, 59, 61, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 77, 80, 81, 82, 85, 2002, 2012, 2018, and 2020. So you got 2018 and 2020, right? Yeah. And the 80s. <laughs> the last time the Sixers beat the Celtics in a series, by the way, was 1982. Yeah, they we went to win the finals that year. No, we lost yeah. the Lakers in the finals. Yeah, that was during the the beat LA days when if if the Sixers beat the the Celtics in the playoffs, the Celtics would just cha- Celtics fans would chant at the Sixers beat LA because they hated them so much. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know why the Celtics owned the Lakers in the seventies, sixties, but yeah. yeah um, so- because, um, you know, working class Boston, Hollywood, Los Angeles, they just don't get along. They hate each other. Yeah, it's true. I kind of want a Lakers Celtic series this year. I think that would be fun. No, no, no. But, um, so I think, um, I think the, I think Celtics Sixers is going to be very close, but I think the Celtics might have the advantage. Uh, with that being said, Sixers, you do get a consolation prize. Joel Embiid, Kylie, is finally MVP. Let yes. me hear it. You've been waiting this moment for so long. Three years. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I'm very happy for him. And, you know, with Jokic losing, you would think he had never won an MVP before. Dude won two in a row. Um, I, I, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble if I say what I really want to say, so I'm not going to say it. What do you really want to say? Mm-mm. So... All right, you'll tell me later, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll repeat it uh, next uh, next week's episode. Yeah, good luck with me getting to say anything. But I'm happy for him. I'm exhausted of this of this MVP race. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad he won. It's it's back to business. You know, beat Boston. That's that's the number one goal right now. What is this? I'm getting here. Annual severe injury. What? My basketball chat is telling me there was an injury. Hang on, we're gonna find out. Oh, oh. Am I still on? Can you still see me? Yeah, but you're frozen. Oh, because Chris Paul is out for games three through five. Chris Paul is out. And that's a perfect segue into uh Nugget Suns because yeah, Chris Paul is out. He's hurt. Yeah, that's, uh, that's been a thing. Groin injury. So, does this basically clinch the series for the Nuggets? Because they have taken the first two games pretty dominantly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see the Suns winning in seven without Chris Paul. Yeah. And then um, then we got Warriors, Lakers. What's up? I hope I'm wrong. Well, we've got Warriors-Lakers next, which, by the way, this is the first time the Warriors have played the Lakers in the playoffs since 1991. Oh, wow. Yeah. They have they have just been on opposite Lakers sides of the... Series. They did. That was the uh, Western Conference semifinals. Um, yeah, last night, I mean, last night was the Anthony Davis night. Um, of course. And speaking of the Lakers, this was the first year ever 
that LeBron James did not receive an MVP vote across his entire career. Yeah. That is ridiculous. And I disagree with it. Really? Oh, God, yeah, dude. He should be top eight right now. He is the only reason the Lakers are in the playoffs. I wouldn't say he's the only reason. He's the only reason. He has had to carry that bum Anthony Davis this entire season. He is the reason they got into the playing tournament. He, like, this isn't even... LeBron should be top eight at least every year. Dude is 38 years old and doing what he's doing. He should have an MVP vote. Somebody. Fifth place, fourth place. Like, you put you put John Morant over LeBron James? Really? Ja? Like, I, I know... I know the Lakers are a lower seed, but you really got to think about who he has with him. Anthony Davis is useless. 50%, not 50%, that's exaggerating, but like Anthony Davis has a stellar performance twice a month-ish. And he's hurt. Nah, that's generous. Yeah, that's he's generous. Like... Don't get me wrong, I want Anthony Davis to be healthy. This this dude should be healthy. And if Anthony Davis is healthy, the Lakers are scary. But speaking of Go ahead. It's just ridiculous that LeBron didn't even get one MVP vote when he was literally carrying this Lakers team to a play in tournament. And I, I don't care that it's it's the lower seed and everything, but you put him over Jaw? Really? ridiculous so this is kind of related to it but i actually i was curious if you could get this i wanted to see this can you name me the starting lineup for lebron james's first ever game no of course not that was how the broadcast was five i didn't care i saw the broadcast boys do this i thought i'd give it a chance um i love the broadcast boys i know well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because I, I know there's one team you might be able to do this with. Uh, not no, NBA. No, you're, not NBA, really? Yeah. Is it not Joel Embiid's first team? Nope. And we'll find somebody you can do it with. I actually was curious who, uh, who Joel Embiid's, who was on that first team with Joel Embiid. I can't even do any of the '90s Bulls rosters top five, like starting five. Like I, basketball is. I'm not a historian, and my memory is terrible. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's wrap up today's episode with hockey because the NHL playoffs have been Incredible. ridiculous. Uh, yeah, let's start with the biggest news. Um, Boston. The fuck. I don't. That one is. I told you. I told you. Boston. I told you a long time ago. The president's trophy curse is real. This team has had us has, you know, done all of this in the regular season, 
But once the postseason starts in any sport, it is zero zero. Your record does not matter. Anything can happen. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, Boston. The fuck? What happened? What to quote James? What happened? That I I I have no words. I have no words for this. It yeah. is arguably the biggest upset in, in in NHL history. It is the biggest upset in NHL history. The number one team, the best team in all of hockey, just blew a three to one series lead in the first round. That is the worst. Um. That is the biggest upset in all of NHL history. It's 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 ridiculous. I, I have no words. I have no words for it. I and the way it ended too. It was yeah, in, in overtime. Scoring. Not even not even overtime, bro. It was it was under a minute left in the game, and Boston had a one nothing lead or had a one point lead, one goal lead. I forget who. I forget um, what the score was. It was 3-2 or 4-3, but it was a one-goal lead. And <sighs> crazy. It, it's it's final wild. Minute, final minute, and they blew it. Absolutely ridiculous. This, of course, mm-hmm. and, and this is the same year that Toronto finally breaks their streak of not making it to the second round and gets to the second round. I mean, right now, I'm looking at it right now. So Toronto... The second round, here's their second round matchups. So Toronto's taking on the Panthers. They played game one last night, uh, Florida won four to two. This is going to be an interesting series for me because Toronto, both of these teams have lots to play for. Florida's trying to break through their, you know, the the pain that they have experienced for decades. Um, well, Toronto is trying to get to the third round for the first time since, oh gosh, like 2006 something. Um, no, 2002. That was the last time they were in the third round. Um this this series is going to be really interesting, especially now that Florida took Game One from Toronto. Um, that tells me that this Florida team they are they are primed, they are ready for this challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Then you've got Carolina versus the Devils. Um, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this series, Kylie, going up against Carolina, the top two teams from the Metropolitan Division all year who have been um, nipping at each other, finally get to meet. So. It's it's interesting. The the Devils beat the Rangers after going down 0-2. Beautiful, by the way. Screw the yeah. Rangers. I mean, uh, the Rangers are completely screwed right now. They 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 have a ton of money on their old older veterans, so they're 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 probably they're potentially a mess. Um their window is is right now, and they can't mess it up, and they already messed up this year. But this Devils Hurricane, it was a back and forth between these teams and, and the matchups this year, the entire season. I mean, it it's absolutely incredible what these two teams have done, and we all we were uh, a point or two away from the from winning the Metropolitan. All we needed was, I believe, the Hurricanes to go into overtime or lose, but that didn't happen because they won because they're assholes. But um, I'm trying to see what their record was this year. So 
this year they they split it 50 50. the most recent one was march 12th and we won that one so This series is is looking to me like it's going to probably be one of the most competitive series of the second round. Um, of the second round, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a divisional rivalry. It's yeah. All I know. I can I can feel the nerves coming from Kylie's. I can feel the nervousness from Kylie right now. I wouldn't say I'm nervous. I'm just. I don't know. I, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, the last two times we played them this year, we beat them. So hopefully that continues. Because, um, I mean, this this, car- this Hurricanes team is damn good. I hate to be the one to say it, but I think the Hurricanes have, are going to win this one. Um, I'm picking Hurricanes too. But it's not going to be easy for them. Yeah. I, I honestly think that... Um, in the East games, I think Toronto will win. I think Toronto will win the series against Florida, but they got to get back on track after dropping game one. I think that the Hurricanes will win um, against the Devils. How about the West real quick? So I have Dallas beating Seattle, but holy crap, Seattle. Did you see what happened in last night's game one of the series? Seattle, um, first off, Dallas's Joe Pavelski scored four goals, including two in the third period, to tie the game yep. and send it to overtime after Seattle scored four straight goals to start the game off. Um, Seattle, of course, won in overtime. This Seattle Kraken team, man, like they, they're they making a statement in their first ever playoff appearance. Taking down the yep. defending champs, and now here they are trying to, you know, trying to knock off Dallas. But I, th- I think Dallas will win this series. Um and I think Edmonton's going to take care of Vegas. That series is going to be a lot of fun. That starts tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see that series too. It's going to be we we got a really good hockey playoffs this year. We have, we have. I um, I like the parity we're seeing where a lot of big because here's here's the thing of the remaining teams. Here's the last time each of these remaining teams um, either made a Stanley Cup or won it. Toronto, their last appearance was 1967. Florida, they've never won it. Their last appearance was in 96. That's their only appearance. Carolina, they do have a win. Their last appearance was in 2006, the year they won. New Jersey Devils, their last appearance was in 2012. Their last win was in 2003. Yeah. Dallas Stars, their last appearance was in 2020. Their last win was 1999. Um, the Seattle Kraken, they've never gone. The Vegas Golden Knights, their last appearance and only appearance was 2018. Edmonton, their last win was 1990. Their last appearance was 2006. We're we're set up for somebody to break a lengthy streak here or get their first win in franchise history. Um, Honestly, right now, I think the Hurricanes are best set up to, to win it all. Yeah, um, it's definitely looking that way. It sucks because when I think of the Hurricanes, I think of a former friend that went to our high school who I strongly, strongly dislike now. So, 
Oh, were they are they a Hurricanes fan? Yeah. That's that's a good enough reason to dislike somebody, according to me, in my opinion. It's a good enough reason to dislike a team. So oh, yeah. I other than the Yeah, I, I just need us to kick their ass. I don't think it's gonna happen, you will. but I will I think I think you guys will uh, do a lot of damage to each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, one hour in. Ready to kick us off? Well, with that being said, I really appreciate everybody uh, hanging on through all of our technical difficulties today. I know it wasn't the most well uh, organized episode, but we got it done. We always get it done, and hopefully next week we can have the whole team here. This, by the way, is my last episode of My Old Place, which is uh, it's the end of an era. Oh, I hope so. Um, the way I see it, the podcast, every time I've moved, the era of the podcast has changed. The first era of the podcast, when I was in my, uh, my still living in my parents' uh, house, it was um, it was the old Zoom show. Uh, we elevated it when I moved to my new place, to where I am right now, and now I'm going to move to a new place. I see a new era of the podcast approaching for us. That's the way I see yeah, it, at least. I think so. I think so. Um, anyway, this has been another episode of the Beer Battered Sports Podcast, a proud affiliate of Fired Up Sports Network. Check out all of their great shows. Follow all of them. Uh, give a special shout out to Bell Smashers for their rapid success. You can follow us on all of our social platforms at BB Sports underscore pod and check our Twitter bio out for our merch. Get your uh, hands on it. It is good stuff. You're going to need it. This has been a cold spring so far. You get some nice cozy uh, sweatshirts that are made of wool. It'll keep you nice and warm. Uh, with that being said, um, I'm Isaac. And I'm Kylie. And we will see you guys in next week's episode. Peace.